Hey guys, it is Jordan. Before we get to the podcast, we want to invite you to our first Zoom team community meeting. We're going to be having it in the first week of September. All you got to do is go to speaktruthwithoutfear.com put in your email and we'll send it to you. I'm so excited about it. Also, if you've been benefit if you benefit from this podcast, please leave a review, share it on your social media and tag us. We got Rasta Boss. This is the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. All right, we are back in. We're si- back, baby. We're back, baby. It's been a couple weeks, and since I've been gone, Ross, since I've been gone, Cuomo's resigned. Cuomo's brother was dancing on a dance club with a bunch of twenty-year-olds. CDC overinflated a bunch of numbers. The fully vaccinated now can transmit the Delta variant just as easy as the unvaccinated. Obama has a massless birthday party that ends up becoming a super spreader. I mean, we could just go on, and it's only keep been a going. couple. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. You want me to keep going? What else? We have two hundred twelve thousand migrants that were encountered at the border in July, which is thirteen percent higher than June, which was a twenty-year record. And now we have Afghanistan that has completely fallen because of the Biden administration. And on top of that, we're giving billions and billions and billions of dollars of weapons and tanks and planes and everything and flight simulators to the Taliban. And now we're ta- and now we're begging the Taliban not to not to do certain things. It's just it's 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 a mess. Anyways, Everything is. What but God seems, is good. God is good. <laughs> yeah, God is good. God is good. Um, but uh, oh everything seems like it is intentionally going to crap. It does. That's it what does. It, that's what it looks like. I don't really know how to. I don't know what. But else there's to hope. Say. There is hope. <clears throat> yeah, there is hope. Everybody's starting hope. to notice that yes. everything seems like it's intentionally going to crap. The question is, can you notice fast enough be- before they put you in handcuffs? True. That's the question. Yeah. Will we as a society be able to notice and respond fast enough before they put us in handcuffs and make it so that we cannot? Because as of right now, there's a couple things that are now con- uh, considered domestic violent extremist or terrorist uh, ideology. And so those two things are, number one, if you believe that, the, that you should take steps to violently resist if you believed the United States government was attempting to establish a totalitarian regime, then you are considered a domestic violent extremist. Jordan, doesn't... Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Does that qualify as almost every person's reason after they read the Second Amendment of purchasing 100%. a firearm? 100%. I mean, which, I can't... Which, which would be considered taking steps to violently resist the government. So if you bought a gun and were thinking, well, the Second Amendment kind of matters, you qualify as a domestic violent extremist. The second qualification that was recently laid out for all of us was there is a terror threat. What is the terror threat? If you are a person who believes that there was election fraud... (laughs) <laughs> or, and, and real quick, what, what, what Ross is talking about right now is how the DHS, which a lot of you guys I'm sure know, put out a, you know, send, the entire media covered it. 
and they put out saying that they're that basically new order or a whole new explanation of a of what domestic terrorism lo- can look like over these next couple of months and there were three main uh, key points to this and this is what ross is talking about yeah and one of the key points was people who are questioning the election integrity right i mean that's crazy yeah hold on, like, hold on. Like, let's, let's say the other ones real quick the second one is anybody who what what is it who, who is resistant to COVID mandates the co- opposes the COVID mandate opposes COVID mandates. So guys, those three categories that we've already talked about so far, who does it sound like they may or may not be targeting? (laughs) Well, it certainly isn't hitting the left. The dildo monkey wearers who like to read crap to our three-year-olds and convince them that every sexuality is great right at age two, ding dong or vagina, it's all good. And, but you know, who's taking the heat? Anybody who's questioning what's going on from the administration, you should be alarmed. Yep. Go ahead, yep. Jordan. Well, that's our intro. We got a lot. We obviously, we have a lot to talk about. Um, first of all, I just want to again say thank you to everyone that is listening and all the prayers that were sent over these last couple of weeks. Um, seriously, being in the hospital, and I, you know, I talked about this in my last podcast, which if you haven't listened, you should, uh, the previous one, because I talk about the story. I talk about all the supplements that I use, what got me through it. Um, but over those, you know, when I was in the hospital for a week, I mean, you're sitting in a ho- I'm sitting in a hospital, bro. There's no, I had no windows for the first four, f- the first five days. And it's just, I mean, it's, and you're quarantined. So you can't, you can't see family. You can't see anybody. It was, it was pretty like, it was, it was tough. It, the hardest thing was mentally, honestly, uh, being in there, but your guys' messages and all, and all the encouragement, the prayers it felt. And so I just, again, want to say thank you again for that. Um, but a lot has happened since, I mean, right now, obviously, I think the biggest story right now, what is going on, it is kind of like, not nice, like, God forgive me, not Afghanistan is a travesty, but doesn't it feel like COVID just ended? Because no, <laughs> no one's talking about COVID right now. Like you turn on the news and everything is Afghanistan. Everything on social media is Afghanistan. It's like, and then like when you look at the reporters that's in Afghanistan, including CNN, none of them are wearing masks. Like it's right. just like, it feels like COVID right. ended yesterday. <laughs> totally. 100. Yeah, you're right. Even the CNN girl, you know, I noticed she wasn't letting her hair show anymore <laughs> um, because the equality is so good in Afghanistan that they'll just chop your head off if you happen to show some of your hair. That's yeah. how good that feminism is over there, everybody. That's um, how oppressed we are here in the United States, women and yeah. gay. Yeah, so I love how the CNN uh, reporter is throwing on a hijab, right? Because she doesn't want to, because she doesn't want to offend them. I'm sure that's why. Because 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 when they're microaggressed, they just kill you, everybody. Did you see the video when? So if you you guys need to look this up on Twitter because, or I think I I posted this on Instagram as well, where she she starts trying to interview them and talk to them. And they said something to her and she goes, oh, and on television, she's like, oh, they told me to step back because I'm a woman. (laughs) I did not see this. They literally told her to step back because she is a woman (laughs) 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 on live television. (laughs) This is what happens, everybody, when you have been made to be so comfortable 
because of strong yep. men that made this country and made a little space for you and said, even the weakest among us are allowed to have a voice. And then those weak people yeah. s- steal the microphone and say, now nobody else gets to talk, but us first, the yep. dysfunctional, socially dysfunctional people groups that you gave them a microphone. And now what happens is they destroy our own masculinity. Yep. And then guess who we have to fight when our own masculine men are gone? You, yep. panties-wearing dude who hasn't <laughs> ever had a physical altercation in your life. The dude at the White House, whatever that Connor, whatever his name. That dude goes yep. up against 30 Taliban 20 years down the road, and they rape him 80 times and then slit his throat and drink the blood. Yeah. That's what happens. That is what happens when you get rid of the strong American male. You dumbasses, stop yeah. doing this. The rest of the world is not nicer. You have the best and most honorable version of masculinity that currently exists on the globe, existing in its toxic forms, you say, yeah. in America. Stop And we, with and we don't have to apologize for it. Again, nope. But I, I love what you said, Ross, because you said peep. This is the hope. And again, like I, I think it's so easy to talk about doomsdays. And yes, there's a lot of crazy crap that's going on. The world is chaotic. It's crazy. But people really are waking up to this. I mean, I, I had one of my good friends who's not a Trump supporter last night text me at like 1230 in the morning. And he's like, bro, this Biden administration's a mess. And that, and that was a lot for him to text me that. And I, was, and I said, do you think people on the left are actually waking up to this? He said, a good portion of the middle to left have to be. He goes, I have a lot of friends. This is a catastrophe. I mean, every single thing. I mean, I, I, I was looking this up. I mean, right now, gas, gasoline prices are up 42% since he took over. And everybody likes to say that gas prices have nothing to do with the president. But guys, just just hear me out for a damn second, okay? Listen, if you cut off a major – okay, so remember when the Florida pipeline attack happened and and, and the spokeswoman came out and said, well, we would ship gas to to all these different places on the trucks and have it shipped here in in, – The pipeline is the best way to do it. Yeah, but it's too expensive and takes too long. The pipeways, the be- the pipeline's the best way to do it. And three months before that, Biden but had Ross, can- But Ross, why did then why did Joe Biden cancel the Keystone Pipeline? <laughs> because Joe Biden is paid. I don't know by who. I know China's paying some of it, but that is it has to be the case. China's like, hey, can can you shit all over America for us and we don't tell everybody that you're nuts? And then he's like, yeah. Yes. And then they go, great. Can you also give us Afghanistan? And he'll go, yep, we'll give you that too. So that's I mean, basically I, what I, I really question – I question two things. One – Wait, I didn't finish my point. Oh, I'm so sorry. Ga- I no, I'm, it's okay. I forgot about it too. Uh, gas prices. Everybody says that they're not related to anything to do with the president. That's just stupid to say that. It's just stupid to think that Biden asking Russia and saying he'll pay a lot more than usual for oil right now if they can send it to us because we are no longer energy yep. independent is a fault of the administration, guys, period. It's so true. Okay, uh, go ahead. It's so true. Gas up 40%, 40 or 41.8%. Energy prices, 23.8%. Fuel or, uh, or oil, 39%. 
used car and trucks. This is all Biden inflation right here. 41.7% up. Food, 3.4%. Clothing, 4%. Transportation services, 6.4%. I mean, everything has just gone up. And you're telling, and, and people on the left want to tell me because it's, it's not because of the presidency. And I'm, and I'm sorry. Average, average inflation, everybody, is 3.43%. That's about average inflation for everything else in the world every, every year. Per year, it goes up 3.43%. It's been six months, and it's doubled that in some of the most insignificant areas. And it's done 15 times that in some of the more significant t- areas. Go yeah. ahead, Jordan. Well, not on that, it's, it's, it, the hypocrisy from the media from all this is incredible because one little thing that would happen to Donald Trump and it's just like, it's impeachment. It was an onslaught. It was yeah, an well, onslaught. He's the worst thing since Hitler. Every, he farts in the wrong direction. And it was, <laughs> he did it because he knew there was LGBT people who had to come in the room after him and stand in that area. <laughs> Remember the, the media said he was racist for having tacos on, on uh, Cinco de Mayo and they were yeah. like, he's racist. It's just, it's, it's incredible to me. But I mean, you have... I remember Joe Biden tweeted this out. We're eight months into the pandemic and Donald Trump still doesn't have a plan to get the virus under control. I do. And now you see cases going back up in the middle of the summer. People that are vaccinated, they now have to get a booster shot. That's a brand new thing that just came out today. Probably every eight months they'll have to do it. Sign back up, you little little puppets. (laughs) Oh, you thought you thought this was just about making sure we controlled the the virus. Oh, actually, you're not allowed to go to your place of employment or the bank or to get groceries until your uh, your card is updated. And it looks like here, uh, Jordan, that you were supposed to visit us on Tuesday and you skipped that appointment. So I'm sorry we cut off your bank account. um, But if you come in and get this done real quick, we will get everything back up and going for you and get that cleared up. This is a customer service phone call that is totally possible to you within the next five years if you don't. Don't stop this yep. nonsense around you now, listener. Confront it. Every time it says something that's stupid, confront it. We are in uncharted territory. And this is a I good mean, podcast. It is. No, it's really good because there's, I mean, but again, like, it's so weird. The world's, go, the world's going to shit. <laughs> but I feel so much faith and hope. And the reason why is because people are genuinely waking up. And I've, you know, I've always, I've always thought this. I said, man, it's going to really take, these next couple years are really going to suck. They're going to suck. But it might take these really crappy years in order everybody. for the rest of the population. Like, I'm not worried about the 30% lefty, commies, Antifa, like, I'm not even I'm like not even like I'm talking about that's the 70% of the nation where people genuinely love this country and there's a lot of people that were duped by the by the social justice bullcrap and yeah, black lives matter they bought it. The, it was a Trojan horse they're realizing it yeah. now and they're going oh man this is a they, weird thing that we hated all of our cops and then freed all the prisoners because of COVID <laughs> I, I, yeah literally, literally make it make sense you I, I, so I, that's, that's actually something else that happened while I was in the hospital over the last couple of weeks you had a, a prisoner that they released and then two days later, after releasing him, they just caught him and they charged him for murder of two people. Yeah, he's been holding that for a while. And they, all they did every night was was at, thank God at their bed, at the end of their bed, they'd go, 
Lord, we know Tra- we know Travarius is in jail, but God, we just ask that you, you know, touch his heart and, and thank you for at least having us safe today. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> surprise, mother. COVID. I got out because of COVID. They gave me the vax and now I'm back, bitches. Ba 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 ba. Shooting holes in their house, dude. What the hell? <laughs> oh my goodness. It's true. They're like, hey, we because of COVID and the potential. 0.02% chance of death. We're going to release you so you can literally give a 100% death of two people. <laughs> What's the chance this murderer is going to murder again? Oh, it's like 98%. Oh, okay. Great, great, great. Well, uh, COVID's looking pretty rough. Wait, how close do those people live? Only a few miles. Okay. Okay. This actually looks good on paper. We ought to do it. Pull the trigger. No one's going to hold us accountable. Why not? Because the government's screwing up everywhere else so drastically that we'll just be one of like the 10,000 dumb things to happen and nobody will remember or care. It's awesome. Well, and he's like, I'm part of BLM. My charges will get dropped anyways. (laughs) That is is where we are at. But yes. um, Yeah. What do you do? I mean- there was the other judge who was telling people what their sentences was going to be, and he he was giving them five years or one year of probation. The difference between five years and one year of probation was if they came back with proof that they got vaccinated. Since when did society who elected the who who decided that the judge could be a thing and decided that the court and the jail could be a thing? When did we all get together and go, hey, um, he doesn't seem dangerous anymore now that he got the vaccine? We should let him. We should only make him do one year of probation. I know. Like, if you want to argue probation's stupid, that's a whole other thing. Like, if you hate like the prison systems, cool. But no matter what, nobody would have agreed to that kind of a thing being a way to get easier sentencing. That's just a joke, and it's a way for the like. What if it was like a stupid charge, like didn't pay child support or something dumb like that? And then the judge is just using this as a way to mandate that he gets a vaccine. It's that is wild. here's here's what that ultimately is. You are threatening. A form of jail time if he doesn't get a vaccine. That's what that equals. That's what that really turns out to be when you move away all the layers. That's wrong, dude. I don't even understand the benefit to it. Like, I, it just, it doesn't make any, I don't even see, like, these judges have to be getting paid or something. Yeah. Just, it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. And it's like, and, and what do you think it is? Because it it can't just be like th- this shit is happening everywhere, bro. And so yes, you've got the the two companies that own every other company, and they're passing their heavy weight down to all the companies beneath them. You know that that's fair. That's happening. But then you've got a lot of these other um, medical slash government entities like the VA and stuff like that, and you've got like the CDC, the FDA, and all these. These 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 uh, EPA, all these bodies that do something, but they're not quite elected, and they're like they're helping press the boundary in these sections, except for their own employees. Right, their own employees, they're going. You don't have to do this. Even the White House staff doesn't have to be fully vaccinated. Neither does the CDC. What a joke. Not even neither does the CDC. And doesn't the CDC only have like fifty percent vaccination approximately? Yeah, I, th- I think it's like sixty. It was close to sixty. So nuts, dude. So these, the, if you're listening right now, whoever listens, this is obviously an attempt at an internal with external overtaking of America. That's yeah. what this is the only, that's the only way to explain all this stupid shit happening at once. Yep. No, it's it's completely true. And uh I mean speaking of that, 
again, like even when it comes to the vaccination for me personally, like I, I've never, you know, I've kind of been pretty vocal about it over the last couple, you know, couple of months, but you know, even, even my experience in the hospital and where I am today, like I really am, I would not consider myself a person that is anti-vax. I am someone that is, is choosing not to get vaccinated for multiple reasons, um, which I don't feel like going into right now, but the 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 point of conversation that we are fighting for more than anything, um, and I think Ross would even agree, is medical freedom, and it it is the biggest point because there are people in this country that they have heart conditions or their blood is thicker than than normal people, and or they are they are at high risk of strokes with certain vaccinations. And they literally cannot. And in New York right now, Tim Pool just tweeted this a little bit ago and said in this tweet, on the phone right now with New York City via 311, and I'm told there are no medical exemptions for the COVID vaccine mandate. I'm told if you're unable to get this vaccine due to medical reasons, you will not be allowed to enter buildings in New York City. I mean, what like, stage? What stage do people go? Oh, that seems like it's actually a little bit wrong. I mean, this this is pure Nazism, dude. This is this is the epitome of, of how t- you, of t- a form of tyranny. It, it is a it is a form of tyranny, and um, I don't remember. They can, I heard, listen, guys, they control your movement. Yeah. If something is allowed to control your movement, your means of producing wealth, your ability to interact with others, your ability, your like the <laughs> pick a category, pick yeah. a category that hasn't been hit yet by these new mandates that were made by unelected officials. Well, and they're and they're calling it New York City. Listen, to this the key to New York City. They're calling it the key. <laughs> like, why didn't you just, just call it vaccine passport, get the vaccine? The key to New York City unlocks. I mean, you can't go to movie theaters, live music, aquarium zoos. A zoos is outdoors. You can't go to any professional sport arenas, stadiums, convention centers, arcades, pools, bars, casinos, adult entertainment, restaurants, hotel banquet rooms, nightclubs, cafeterias, grocery stores with indoor dining, bakeries, coffee shops. You cannot go get a coffee in New York City. And, and think about this. I mean, you have what 70% of, of African Americans, black people in New York are not vaccinated. And now 70% of all black people cannot walk into a coffee shop because you are now a second class citizen with no exemptions yep congrats congrats everybody on the racist trying to fight for equality we told you this was happening we told you this was their plan you didn't want to listen you wanted to act like that we were heathens and that we were evil for suggesting any of the things that we are but when the real world shows up jing jing p has teeth <laughs> it does. That's what's happening. Wow. It's not just China. I'm saying tyrants have teeth. Yeah, they do, bro. And tyranny wants to win. And you, if you are dumb enough to be, I remember when Pierce Morgan and Ben Shapiro were talking forever ago. One of Ben Shapiro's, when he looks like a little kid, he's on Pierce Morgan's show, and he's like, 
I fear that the, you know, that the, maybe not my generation, but maybe mine or my grandchildren's generation will have to fight tyranny again. And so that is the purpose of the Second Amendment. And so, like, everybody was laughing at him on the show, but everybody who was any portion of themselves a conspiracy theorist or going, like, we should make sure we keep America safe or we, they believe in the Second Amendment, everybody was like, yeah, that's, that's exactly what we think. That's, we think that 15 times harder now. Yep. Now we're just scared and think that. Yeah. I, I think everyone needs to remember this, though. Disobedience to tyranny is obedience to God. I heard, I heard that the other day. I don't remember where I heard it. But disobedience to tyranny is obedience to God because, guys, we're, we're, we're in for the battle. I mean, luckily, obviously, if you're in a red state, it's great. If you're in a blue state. Um, but I do believe that we are winning. I really do believe we are winning the information war on this. I do believe that we are winning people when it comes to— you have any uh, stats for that? What have you seen that's made you feel good besides your buddy? Um, one, Gavin Newsom is being recalled. I mean, that's like, I mean, Cuomo is resigned. You have, I mean, you're, you're just seeing a lot, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, California could have a Republican governor a month from now. On top of that, Nancy Pelosi has already just, you know, reports are coming out that she is planning on resigning in 2022. You You just went dark. I'll be right back. Oh, okay. Keep talking. I'm listening. Um, you have Nancy Pelosi that has just announced and reports are coming out that she is looking to resign. And so like, I, I, I mean, you're seeing what, what we are seeing all over the nation right now is people are waking up. Cons- I mean, you're having, this, I mean, this, I'm, I watched uh, another videos all day yesterday of, of school board meetings and these teacher unions and the pressure and the fire and, and how many people are showing up to these meetings is the most encouraging thing. Conservatives have the foot on the pedal. They're not, they're not slowing down. They're, they're, they, they are, we are on the offense. Now, we need to step it up in New York. Like, the, the one thing about the left is they are so good at organizing protests. Like they're the best. They're well, they're like, incredibly well funded from like five years ago. Well, then why the hell are big conservatives not funding protests right now in New York City? Because you dang know that over half the population in New York is still not vaccinated in that in that in that state or in that city. Why why are there not huge conservatives funding protests right now to have that place? Blow, like, I mean, completely filled with people because people would show up. I really believe that. I believe people. Yeah, no, would, I don't disagree. They don't hate Cuomo. I don't understand why Trump. Well, I guess it doesn't need to be Trump. That's probably why, because it needs to be somebody else who's going, guys, rally together right now. In four days, we're all going to meet there. You got, I don't care if you have to leave work or whatever. You can say it's a religious reason because you're afraid your religious rights are getting persecuted if we don't stop this nonsense now. You know, whatever. But like, <clears throat> I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm looking at everything and I, like, I had a conversation with a liberal recently and I know some of them are coming around, you know, but there's some that are just hardened into their stance and, you know, like he could, he simply could not, after three hours of talking, he simply could not understand that what I was saying is 
no matter whether the vaccine's effective or not, the simple idea of letting the government control your bloodstream is yeah. something that everybody should fight against. 100%. Like that sentence alone, he simply could not grasp it. And, and, and he was like, I think, I think you just want people to die. And I was like, okay, um, look, I don't, I, don't, I don't know how you dove into my heart, looked around, found that out about me, but that's simply not <laughs> true. And I'm so telling you BS. what's coming from my heart, which is that I think more human beings will die if you give the government the control that they're trying to get to prevent humans from dying. Well, and not only that, I mean, you have... You Eventually. Have people ODing from drugs is, is high. Suicide rates are high. I mean, people that are struggling with alcohol. and I mean, everything is high. People have lost their businesses. Every, you know, Trump always said this. He says, we cannot allow the solution to be bigger than the problem. And we have allowed that to happen. I mean, to just think, like, and I know, like, right now, COVID cases are going up. I mean, my experience in the hospital and, you know, hearing some of the stories, it definitely was eye-opening. Um, but it still doesn't change the numbers where, nine, you know, 99.98% of people survive this virus. And the fact that for like, I mean, in Australia is the perfect example of what's happening right now. You have a nation that is averaging one to two deaths per day in the entire country. And they're on full lockdown. They're not allowed to protest. You have helicopters flying over the city warning different households that have more than three cars in their driveway, telling them that they will get or be arrested if the people don't leave. You have police flooded the downtown area, and if you walk throughout the downtown area, people, they're asking for your vaccine passport or where you're going. For, it, for an, a nation that is averaging one to two deaths per day. And when people ask, why are you so, Jordan, why are you, you're, you're just sparking fear. You're over-exaggerating. You're a conspiracy theorist. No, because I'm looking at the rest of the world right now. And like what you said, Ross, earlier, the, if it wasn't for us having hundreds of millions of guns in this nation, on top of also a bunch of freedom fighters and, and also some really good politicians that are holding the line and incredible governors that are holding the line like DeSantis, I mean, DeSantis is leading the way. He is, he is the country's governor right now. If it wasn't for that, we would already be there. If it was up to this administration, sure. we'd already be there. Sure. They would have called in you in by now and said, hey, come clean out these guys with the, with the guns. Um, the DHS is the perfect example. <laughs> Just look at that. Yeah, they're already <laughs> saying all of us are evil and terrorists, dude. Like, screw you. Yeah, but I mean, wait, what did you just say a second ago? Because I had something I wanted we're to say. We're talking about Australia. Yeah. Well, okay. So yeah. So here's what I was. Here's the point I was going to make. Um, just imagine Jordan that you are in a room with a complete stranger, right? Whom you feel like you have heard that you should be cautious against, right? But also you've known them for a while, so maybe you're a little trustworthy. But you also know that they're a little dangerous. And there is a lever, a button on the wall, and if they touch it, you die. Hmm. And and. They're walking over towards the lever and you're like, ah, oh, they're probably trustworthy. It's not a big deal or whatever. And then you're like, but maybe I should, but this would be weird for me to be in a situation where somebody <laughs> had complete control of my life. Yes. So let me, let me just go, let me just go stop them from, Hey, I'm not going to let you have the button. Cause as soon as they get it, then they just go, eh? Hey, <laughs> Hey, um, I don't have to be nice at all anymore. And guys, the whole point, like, I, I don't know how many times I have to try to make this point. The whole point is that you don't, 
ever give the government the ability to do that. Yes. That's it. That's the Never. whole point because they kill more human beings than, than any other source in history. Yep. Any other human source in history. I mean, governments, so, g- governments yeah. before 1776 have always been run by dictators. I mean, that's why, this, that's why this country is the best country that has ever been created on the planet and formed. Um, look at, I mean, this is straight from South Australian news. Are you ready for this? South Australia authorities can use any force necessary. South Australia, this is for this is all South Australia, has, also has broad powers under its major emergency declaration, which has recently been extended now until September 19th. Here are the breakdowns of what authorities can do until September 19th. Break into any land, building, or structure, or vehicle using whatever force necessary. Direct or prohibit the movement of people, animals, or vehicles. Put people into quarantine. Order people to undergo medical exams, tests, or treatment. And compel people to give information. Police in uniform do not have to show their credentials before exercising these powers. This is insane. Dude, that is tyranny defined. (laughs) You don't have to prove you're a cop. You're just allowed to be a cop. You have all the authority. Break into what you want. Take what you want. Split up families. Put them in quarantine. Mandate that they get a vaccine that the family could be begging you not to give them because they had a different report from a private doctor that they trust about how vaccines are bad for their child because of all all kinds of issues. The vaccines aren't 100% safe, dipshits. Yeah. So no matter what happens, you have to give the warnings just like every other one. So like, dude, even hearing that just makes me so freaking well, and, and, angry. And dude, that's, I mean, that is where this leads. And that's why we're, we're, we're talking about this so much. Send and, me that link. Send me I that will. thing you just read to me. Yeah, I'll, I'll send. Yeah, I will. Um, it I'm is. going to make a video on that and pummel everybody. It is. This is what, this is it. I mean, and, and that's why, like, when we see what's going down in New York right now and Los Angeles, we're seeing the mandates happening. We're, we're start like, right now, New York and L.A. is where Australia was, you know, a couple months ago. And so, and that's why we have to make sure that we continue to fight for freedom. We continue to fight for our children uh, that are, you know, these stupid lefty communist socialist teacher unions that are trying to tell parents how they can how how they need to raise their children yeah parents will straight up be like don't don't do this to our school we all agree and then the union will be like too bad yeah it's it it is it's insane dude Uh, the good news the good news is people just need to be punched in the mouth like not by me but (laughs) like because i don't advocate for violence like this um, you know, until, and, until somebody is threatening your life, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that's the point where you would maybe uh, do something like that, uh, d- based on doing it lawfully and legally, of course. This- um, but like these, some of these people just deserve to be punched in the mouth. Like, hey, don't let your imagine there's a dude who's just annoying lifeguard. Hey, don't let your kid. I didn't say your kids could go. And then that guy just gets punched in the mouth by Hank which is Ron's dad. And then, the, it, you know, and then, the, you know, whatever. And then the lifeguard just sits down. It's like, shit, I don't want to do this anymore. It's like that. You're damn right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, that's what, what happened, needs to happen. That's what happened in Antifa this past weekend. They got their asses whipped. 
in LA. Was, oh, yeah. Tell me about that. Well, I mean, they, well, LA, uh, there was a big protest, big medical freedom protests. I know Siaka was out there. Uh, yeah, informed I saw with, that. Informed with Anthony was out there. I mean, they had a lot of people show up because they're, they're pushing this, these mandates that's happening in LA County, and Antifa ended up showing up. Antifa did stab one person. I saw uh, that. Antifa did, but Antifa got their asses whooped. I mean, they were just they were completely outnumbered, and these patriots. And this wasn't Proud Boys, right? It was this, just normal. Peeps. This was regular citizens. Like we're just you, sick of the crap. That's what's you going call on. Me, yeah, you call me yeah, Hank. Hank. Hank yeah. came out to the thing. Hank and, and Ben. Yep. Yeah, and Chris, and Gerald, <laughs> and Gerald. Jeff. You know there was a Jeff. There has to be a Jeff. And he had a goatee. He definitely had a goatee. And he was wearing the white Skechers with the high white socks. That's Jeff. He's got a mustache too, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes it's fluffy. All right. He's been an engineer for twenty years or an electrician. But you know he's a real simple guy. Collects cans for fun, and he's got a oh he's got thirty goodness. license plates in his garage hanging up on the wall, guys. That's that's Hank or Jeff. Oh, it's hilarious, but. I mean, yeah, they they got a little taste of their own medicine, and um, but here's the good news. Here's the good news, and you know we're not going to get. I, we were going to. I wanted to touch into Afghanistan, but we'll we'll get on that on Thursday because we'll talk a lot about what's because Afghanistan's a complete travesty. I mean, I mean, dude, everything that's happening is a complete travesty, bro. It, like, and I, you're and, right. We're right. It's good to talk again. Yeah. Hey, nice to meet you, Sanity. It's. It is. I mean. It's so much of a travesty that I'm get, I'm at the point where it's like, one really who genuinely I'm I'm really genuinely wondering who is really running the country, like who really is I genuinely right which want, phone call is happening that's going yes. no I didn't say say that he needs to make sure he's there early so we can give this image yes. like who is that person I mean you who have, has the authority to tell him to pull to, to pull troops out like this it, yeah. And who told him? Yeah. I mean, just that's number one. Number two, is this being done on purpose? And my answer is yes. My answer is completely yes to this. I do believe that yeah. what happened in Afghanistan, and I, I don't want to get into. You can't all of, make this many mistakes. You can't. You can't. You, you can't. can't give, you can't intentionally wreck the car when the road is somewhat straight. Not, not only that. You can't leave billions of dollars of American military taxpayer gear to be left to be taken over by, by terrorists. the Taliban. 80 be- bill. And not only that, then you say, hey, we're going to bring 100,000 refugees that are not vetted, that are majority men, and we don't even know who the hell is coming over to the country right now. I mean, like... I, they had to know that that would be the chain reaction or the result for what ended up happening. And, and that's why it's like it, what, yeah. the, the most interesting thing to me, and we'll close here in the next, couple, in the next uh, two minutes. The most interesting thing to me, bro, is this. Donald Trump, when he was president for the entire four years, the war of terror disappeared. We didn't even talk about it. Like it just, we didn't talk about it. The, the, the biggest issues was everything domestic. We had nothing. North Korea went away. The war on terror went away. But when Clinton was in office, when Bush was in office, when Obama was in office, the war on terror, the war on terror, the war on terror. Trump comes in office, everything goes away. Seven months into the Biden administration. 
And now the Pentagon is saying that we are in a more dangerous place. The war on terror. Taliban has taken over. We have a bunch of refugees come over. We don't know who they are. We could now have terrorists in our country. The war on terror is back. The fear yeah, of the it war. Just came, and it's coming to the United States now. On a plane. The one reason that we were over there is so this wouldn't occur. And the Biden administration that has the loosest borders that the United States has ever had in its history, it's wild. which so clearly they are not concerned about the safety and the well-being of Americans. The Department of Homeland Security and Biden are letting these people come to the United States. And who are they demonizing? Anybody who questions the election, who questions COVID, or thinks that the government might end up doing something precisely like it's doing right now. It's so wild. So crazy. I'm going to play one clip and then we'll, uh, we'll end this thing out. Because this right here was at a press briefing at the Pentagon when one of our generals was going, you know, and, and this is why I say like I have hope because CNN and a lot of these journalists, I mean, they're in shock how this entire thing has gone down. They're completely in shock. They're actually not taking the, the, Biden, the administration side. But one of the journalists asked them, hey, what? What is the military doing to make sure that all of these weapons don't fall into the hands of the Taliban? Listen to this. Um, I, I don't have information on the, uh, your second part of the question, uh, but uh, we'll get back to them. So there's no, no U.S. actions being taken to prevent equipment from falling into the hands of the Taliban by destroying it or anything else? I don't have the, the answer to that question. Don't have the answer. I don't have the answer to that question. Look at him looking at whoever he's supposed <laughs> to be. Like this dude is looking off to the side of the stage. Like, did I do it right, coach? <laughs> like you have one of our top military generals that is overseeing what is happening in Afghanistan and he cannot give a answer to our country, letting us know, hey, yeah, the billions of dollars of all of our gear, trucks, flight simulators, weapons, missiles, drones, we, don't, we're, we just left them there and the Taliban are going to take over it and we don't have any answers for that. I mean, bro, I'm sorry. This, this Yeah, you can't, you can't mess up this bad. You just can't. It's intentional. It's sad. It's scary. It's intentional. And we all need to come together right now. I, I, you know, I think, oh, another thing I was going to say, everybody, is we are starting a sitcom um, called Almost Canceled. And it, the sitcom is based around me and getting canceled from social media and all these other uh, situations in my life. It, I have a wife. I've got kids. I've got a production team. I do a show. On, you know, that's the point of the show. It's kind of like Everybody Loves Raymond, you know. Uh, where it's, it's I got awesome. my family, but I'm a writer and all this stuff. It's a comedy sitcom that we're doing called Almost Cancelled. If you go to my Instagram, you can see the link in my bio to go to it and watch the video about it. We only have so many avenues left that we can truly unite in. And one of them is comedy because it's the last area that we can tell the truth. And that is why I, yep. I wanted to do this sitcom was to start punching at all the terrible ideas that are out there that we are acting like our own equal footing to us, um, it, to Western ideology. And uh, so anyway, um, the point of the sitcom is to poke fun at everything that the left has been trying to make us think over the past couple years. 
We're doing a fundraiser for it. Any fund that you can do is amazing. Yep. Uh, but please help. You won't. You won't regret it. Go. Go watch the video. You're gonna go. Oh crap! I have to pay for this because I have to watch it. That's what <laughs> you're gonna you, want. And you can find that fundraiser at uh, Ross's Instagram. There's a a link in his bio. Click on that and uh, go support. Because I mean, again, this this is what we we are trying to control. You know, we're, we're we create have to the hub. We have to create the hub. We have to win the culture war. And yeah, and that and that is the trick. <clears throat> and you know what, man? That's what I was going to say a second ago was the only thing I can think that's left to do is it's about to be the time where we actually need to go make poster boards and stand on the side of the roads yeah. and, and, and buy billboards and stuff like that and just be like, stop listening to these knuckleheads. Yep. No, it's, it's, it's so true. So, I mean, that's, that is pretty much it for today. Um, we One could go on for another hour, but we got more for Thursday. Yeah, we, we got, well, we're going to dive a lot more into Afghanistan on Thursday. I'm still learning about it. I mean, this, this just came out today. I mean, this just came out an hour ago. New Zealand will enter nationwide lockdown today over one single COVID case. Just, just tweeted just a little bit ago. I mean, like this is happening real time. Um, this is what's happening, and this is what we're fighting. Real, one, I have one question for you, Ross, and then we'll, we'll end this. What, are you, what do you do in your life, if you can answer this in less than one minute because we're, we're over, a little over time, what, can you, what do you do in your life to find peace in the midst of all of this chaos, in the midst of everything worship, that... Worship music, dude. Worship music? Worship, worship music is it. Worship music and then reading, reading the Bible. That's it. Yeah. Worship music, reading the Bible, and going back to some random hobby that's physical that you do, like washing your car or pressure washing or going fishing or something touch nature touch god and 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 get you know that's it that's all i do i love it no i love it um and i yeah i I think that that is that is uh spirituality is such a huge part of really removing removing stress and removing anxiety disconnecting um because that's something that we are going to be i really want to focus over these next couple of months is really finding some really good practical tools to help eliminate that because Put need, the phone down. Put the phone down. Exactly. Like re, you have to put the phone down, put social media down, like really budget time. You have to budget time for that. When you're at a restaurant and you're at dinner with your family, everyone put their phones in the middle. And like, you'll notice it's hard. Because oh yeah, people, dude. I'm people are just worst. used to just like when you're bored, they just pull out their phone. But like, these are little things that we have to get back to being human again. <laughs> And outside of this digital world, and I know that if, if we uh, push forward together as a community, we'll grow, we'll be more present, uh, we'll have less anxiety, less stress, and, and the things that's going on in the world, it's, it's not going to bother us as much. So um, again, real quick, speaktruthwithoutfear.com. If you can go there, uh, we're, starting in September, first week of September, we are going to be launching a weekly virtual team um, community meeting, which I'm really excited about. It's going to be in Zoom. We're not going to, and it's only going to be for people uh, that are part of our community. And so if you want to go to speaktruthwithoutfear.com, and if you want the Zoom link for that, you put in your email. If you scroll down a little bit, you'll see a place to put in your email. You put it in there, and we'll send it to you right away. We would love to invite you to be a part of that. I'll be in there. A lot of the team from Speak Truth Without Fear will be there. And then as well, um, on top of that, uh, if you can, don't forget, if you're listening to this on Apple Music or any other, please leave a review. This helps both of us um, just to help helps out with the algorithm. And, uh, and then share this podcast. This is an ad-free podcast. Share it. 
tag Ross the boss on Instagram when you do it so we, he can repost it. Tag myself. Tag Speak Truth Without Fear. We want to see you guys share these podcasts if you're actually learning something and receiving a benefit from it all. Um, but until then, we'll see you guys on Friday. We love you. Thank you for the support. And much love, everybody. Much love. We'll talk to you guys later.